Good day, and we're going to just jump right into Highway to Hope um, for this part seven. We're going to start at Matthew 1, and we're going to start at verse 20. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, it's always a special time of year when we talk about the name of Jesus. We talk about the power of the sacrifice that Jesus made. But I want to hone in on they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. What does that mean to you today? If you have your paper and pen and in your quiet place, Ask yourself, what does that mean to you? We all have had various teachings, various understandings. And there are some times where we have a, a belief. But do we actually live with the knowledge of that belief? So I want to talk about mental health and God with us. I have struggled and I've written about it in Christian Warrior Woman with depression and anxiety. And as a believer, we sometimes think that we just, someone we go, we might seek someone for help and they'll just say, be strong. And as a woman and as a black woman, and this is definitely a strong message to people of color we culturally are just told to kind of deal with things and get on about it and just be strong. And as women, it's all about, you know, if we're single parents, oh, we can do it all, we can have it all. And and you know what? That's not really true. And I know some of you may disagree, and I had to turn in my, my overzealous feminine card a while ago because I can't do it all on my own. I can only do and live life 
if the power of God is operating within me. When God is with me, then I can accomplish and overcome many things. But it doesn't mean that because I am saved and God is with me that I don't have responsibilities for my spiritual, mental, and physical health. So for example, if you woke up tomorrow and you wanted to be a doctor, a teacher, a dental hygienist, the first thing you would have to do is get certified in that. So what would you do? You would look up where you can study this at your nearest college, community college, certification class. And you would go to this class and you would study and learn all that you could learn about this subject so that you can apply for a job and work and share your skills with people in need of a dental hygienist, a teacher, doctor, whatever services that you're going to get trained in. But many of us, when we get saved, we may have raised our hand in church one Sunday and said, we accept our, our Lord and Savior. We may have testified to such and or we may have had just a good feeling on a Sunday. And then we went about our lives. And we say that we are a Christian. So I ask you, how can you know the power of God if you don't do more and take more steps than checking the box on Sunday and saying that you accept. Your faith is based on your actions, right? What we do, the strength and knowledge of who you are is based on what you study, what you activate, and how you move forward. We can't just you can't just sign up for the dental school and never actually study to be a dentist and think you could then work on people's teeth, right? Because you would be unqualified. And the word says, all those that call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. Salvation is a lifestyle. God abiding in me is based on my faith, how I live. But when many of us come to Christ, and I can use myself as an example, I had been struggling for years with depression. I had been struggling with years of anxiety or um Low, I did not having my own identity. Maybe some of you, you've got low self-esteem. And accepting Christ is one step. But how do we believe and ensure that 
we are truly born again. We have to renew our mind. We have to change our mindset. And for many of us, we need support. Whether it's um, one-on-one coaching, whether it's group coaching, whether it's counseling. You can't, for few people, you can overcome that moment maybe during salvation when you're releasing and letting go of the pain and strain of your life. But you need maintenance. You need and going to church on Sunday and is not all that you need. It's your daily walk and to go from a life of not serving and not understanding possibly the power and the work that's involved it would really be beneficial to you to find whether it's a group, a small group, but an accountability group that'll help you develop into a mature Christian. It'll help you with even understanding the word. I meet many people who are like, I try to read the Bible, but so many things I don't understand. I grew up in the church And I found the Bible difficult to understand and just thought, oh, maybe I wasn't called to understand it. And that was really a lie. And, you know, when the Lord opened my eyes, I was so hungry for the word and it was clear and it was understandable. But we have to remember when you start anything new, it's kind of uncomfortable. It's like when you if you ever learned a new language, you don't just start out speaking Spanish or French or German. You start out with a welcome. You start out with things that are basic. And as a believer, you have to understand that as well. Understanding not only that when you accepted Christ, that there was a celebration in heaven, but there was also um, a celebration in, in hell of We got to get her back. And so you have to recognize the battle, but you have to identify your thoughts. And we all have had life experiences that have left us with doubts and self um, lacking self-confidence and things, you know, words and language in our head that really don't correspond with the word of God. And it takes time to unravel that and to be healed and broken free from that. And so when we think about Highway to Hope, when we think about salvation, we must think of a journey. We must think of, I begin again today with rebirthing within my mind, my heart, and my soul, a new way of thinking, a new way of believing, a new way of seeing the world. That my past relationships, my past disappointments, hurtful words that have been said to me or said to you when you were being when you were being raised up before this time of your accepting Christ have to be let go. We have to forgive people that we have maybe vowed to never forgive. We have to love people who we thought were unlovable or detestable. 
That doesn't happen in a blink, a snap of a finger. For some people, it might. But for the majority of us, it's not. You know, I used to believe when you accepted Christ, it was kind of a snap, crackle, pop. It was like kind of, you know, bewitch you, twinkle your nose, and you're there kind of in the land of being not perfect, but being holy. No. It begins the day of you realizing the truth and finding that truth. The same way you study in college, you have to study the word and and hear yourself say, aha, and hear yourself say, wow, I needed this. Wow, this is me. You know, what I found with was such great desire was as I was reading and the Lord was directing me in the word, I was seeing myself in every chapter, good and bad. Oh, I used to think like that. Or, oh, I've got to think like that. I saw myself. I saw my future. I saw what needed to be changed. And even in that, I needed to go a step further. So I started going and actually got certified in healing and in deliverance and started working with people. Because when I broke free, I literally felt the burning in my eyes of that spirit that was weighing me down being released from my body. There was a physical manifestation along with an emotional manifestation. And I was so elated that I wanted every woman, every man to be set free in the same way and started doing Um, healing and deliverance sessions free of charge and taking up hours, six hours, 10 hours, 12 hours with people and watching God set them free and realizing that the salvation, the God with us, we have to feed our spirit to gain strength. Our spiritual strength comes from how we exercise our knowledge of God, how we extend our faith, how we love one another, how we resist being, allowing ourselves to use language and behavior that's not befitting someone who is stating they are Christian. I'm sure many of us are disappointed in the words, the actions of how Christians are acting in the world today, whether in the arena of politics or in the workplace. But we can't focus our journey, our faith on what others are doing because we're not accountable for their actions. We're accountable to God for our actions, behaviors, and what we do to seek out that power, what we do, whether it's fasting and praying, whether it's how we break through. Because how we break through is going to bring the generational blessings. There is no way that God is with you and miracles and manifestations of his power 
are not revealed to you and other people in your life. Imagine, just imagine the power of God with us. Did you ever read in the Bible of a believer that was in the presence of God and wasn't changed? So we, you need a change. You need to reach out to others that can help build up your faith, build up your healing and speed up your healing process. Step one, I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Step two, how do I walk this out? You can't do it alone. And although you have God with you, you need others to, to be part of your community. You need others because we all need other people. That's why God created Adam and Eve. We're not meant to just live amongst ourselves and the crickets. We have to find others who believe with us to strengthen ourselves. Iron sharpens iron. And when we get stronger and as we're developing, we're also being exposed to other people who are witnessing this change. So that when they ask you, wow, you have such a joy. You have such a brightness about you. You like you walked in the room and I felt the atmosphere shake, shape, change. Sorry. It will happen. I can tell you personally, I went on a job interview and I walked in the room and I believe this person characterized themselves as spiritual. And while during the interview, the person stopped me and asked me, was I a spiritual person? And I asked them what made them ask me that question. And they said, when you walked in the room, the atmosphere totally changed. It was something they could feel. And guess what? It wasn't Lisa. It was that God was with me. That whole that for that whole interview process with every person I interviewed with, they brought up the name of God or Jesus or sacrifice or discipline. I never brought it up and I had never had an interview where Jesus was so evident to everyone in the room to the point that they knew and stated, <laughs> I didn't get this job because they thought I was called to do something higher. And God used them at that time because I prayed and I said, Lord, if this is what you need me to do, I will do it. If it's not, that you'll make a way to tell me. And there, it was so, it was, God did this in such a way that they were lost for words at what they were saying. But I knew it was Jesus. So if you're trying to figure out God or figure out how he's going to do something for you or when Jesus is going to do something and you have a timeline, I want you to know you're wrong. 
Serving God is not about your timeline. It's not about being an ATM or fulfilling your needs. It's about a relationship. But what I can promise you in this relationship is that what you will receive is above and beyond what you ever imagined, what you ever hoped for, and what you ever even prayed for. And oh yeah, what you need, the basic thing that you're moaning and groaning about, that'll be like the, the minor thing you talk about. Because the greater thing you'll witness is you will walk and step into your identity. You see, depression and stress and anxiety wasn't my, my identity. It was the hindrances the enemy was putting in my way to keep me from my true capability. But to get there, it was a journey. It was work. It was meeting with people weekly. It was releasing some of the deepest pain I experienced in my life, which then led to me writing the book Christian Warrior Woman, part one which God has allowed to bless so many women. And I can truly say it's his book, not my book. My name is on it, but it was totally inspired by what the Lord wanted me to share because a lot of what I shared was uncomfortable. And guess what? This walk with Christ is uncomfortable. If someone led you to believe, it, oh, it's easy and it, everything just works in your favor, your finances, your this, your that. That's a lie. It isn't easy. But I will also remind you, is there anything in life that you have gone after that is easy? If you want to be, um, if you want to have a college degree, it's not easy. You got to go to school for four years or six years. If you want to be in medicine, you have to go to school for who knows, eight, 10, 20 a long time. Then you got to still do residency. So anything worth having is worth you investing in. And what is more important to you than your own mental health, physical health, and spiritual health? Don't let shame or embarrassment stop you from being the very best you that you can be. Don't let others' approval or disapproval hinder you. You are God's child that he has given talents, skills, and opportunities that no other person alive has. And it's time you let those skills shine and let people see that God that Jesus Christ was born and resurrected to give you power, authority, and determination to be all you can be. Be blessed today. And I pray that God abides in you each and every day in a strong and powerful way. And pray for me as well to continue to do the Lord's work. Amen.